This is the World Industrial News for Wednesday, May 4th, brought to you by Industrial Info Resources of Sugarland, Texas. This newscast is sponsored by Aviva. Listen to part two of their podcast, Sustainability and COP26. The emissions that we emit in the U.S., which is where I'm sitting today, you know, they don't stay in the U.S. They go up into the atmosphere and they affect everybody. But they actually don't even affect everybody evenly, right? They affect some some countries and places are more vulnerable to climate change than others. Africa, for example, is a continent which is responsible for the least emissions, but is actually the most vulnerable to some of the consequences like drought. And so bringing parties together at COP26 is an opportunity to to try and give everybody a voice in saying how to move forward on solving this problem, both through mitigating the impact, but also adapting to the reality. It's challenging because you're getting so many global perspectives, but it's also, you know, really important because of the nature of this issue. So I think COP is an important forum from an international perspective, but it's also, you know, at its core, there's only so far of what can be achieved through international diplomacy. So I think maybe there's COP26, there is the official negotiations about what all these countries can agree upon and what policy framework should be set in place. But beyond that, COP26 brings together, you know, all sorts of activists, companies, investors who really discuss what what can happen um outside of policy as well. So it's become a really important incubator almost for bottom-up action as much as it has from top-down action from policymakers. And that's what makes it quite unique and quite important. So I understand that there's skepticism on what can be achieved at a at an international cooperation level. I think that's well-deserved, but Still, we need that aspect to it, but it also goes much beyond the formal discussions that are happening in what's called at COP26, the blue zone, which is where all the international diplomats are meeting. There are other zones where, in fact, all over the city in this case, there were groups coming together, sometimes led by civil society, sometimes led by the private sector to discuss how they can cooperate and work together on climate as well. To hear the full podcast, search for IIR's Industry Today podcast on your favorite podcast provider. U.S. energy major Chevron Corporation said it plans to boost production from the lucrative Permian Shale Basin to offset the loss of Russian barrels stemming from the war in Ukraine. Chevron turned in a banner performance during the first quarter, reporting earnings of $6.3 billion, compared with just $1.4 billion during the same period last year. The return was encouraged by the increase in commodity prices, which were already running red hot before the Russian war on Ukraine added on more risk premium. The Williams Companies Incorporated is engaging in a bevy of pipeline projects across the South and Northeast U.S. as it sees heightened demand for natural gas both domestically and abroad. Industrial Info is tracking $3.9 billion worth of active projects by the Energy Pipeline and Infrastructure Company, ranging in value from $1 million to $2 billion. This past quarter, we achieved a 3% increase in transmission 
in contracted capacity compared to the same period last year, led by bringing online the Letty South Transco expansion project throughout 2021. Chief Executive Officer Alan Armstrong said in an earnings press release on Tuesday, Williams completed the Letty South expansion of its existing Pennsylvania infrastructure, which was designed to carry about 600 million standard cubic feet per day of natural gas supply from the Marcellus and Utica shale plays to the markets along the Atlantic seaboard in time for the 2021-2022 winter heating season. Westlake Chemical is building out its capacity for polyvinyl chloride resin, vinyl chloride monomers, and other substances used in a variety of everyday petrochemical products. After higher sales prices and margins led to record profits in the first quarter of 2022, we continued to see robust residential construction and remodeling activity drive demand for PVC resin, as well as for products in our housing and infrastructure product segment, said Albert Chow, the chief executive officer of Westlake. The company also significantly expanded its resin business during the quarter with a major acquisition. Industrial Info was tracking more than $1.2 billion worth of active chemical plant projects involving Westlake, more than half of which is attributed to plant expansions. And North American life science capital construction expenditures will remain robust bust through the end of 2022. Fears of a recession, higher interest rates, and regulatory concerns have not dampened the fiscal plans of this sector, and the outlook remains very optimistic. Lack of available laboratory space, reshoring and expansion of manufacturing, expanded use of automation, and contract manufacturing organizations are all major drivers in this strategy. Industrial Real Info was tracking nearly 500 major capital projects, which are worth $25.2 billion and slated for kickoff in the U.S. during the remainder of 2022. For details on these and other breaking news, read the full stories at www.industrialinfo.com. I'm Peggy Tuck reporting for Industrial Info News.